America's Most Endangered Rivers is a Call to Action. This report, now in its 34th year, presents a list of 10 rivers at a crossroads, where key decisions in the coming months will determine the river's fates. American Rivers selects rivers based on the following criteria. The magnitude of the threat, the significance of the river to people and nature, and a critical decision point in the coming year. Over the years, the report has helped spur many successes, including the removal of outdated dams and the prevention of harmful development and pollution. You can learn more about the rivers and the issues facing them and what you can do to help at AmericanRivers.org backslash Endangered Rivers 2019. This year, the America's Most Endangered Rivers report spotlights the threat that climate change poses to rivers, clean water supplies, public safety, and communities nationwide. Join me, your host, Faye Hartman, on We Are Rivers to learn more about the big decisions facing rivers and communities in 2019 and what you can do to help. American Rivers' Most Endangered Rivers report is a call to action. It's a it's a red alert, if you will, to the country saying these are 10 rivers that are under imminent threat and you can do something about them this year. That was Chris Williams, Senior Vice President for Conservation at American Rivers. Chris, along with myself and my colleagues at American Rivers and our partners at conservation organizations across the country, are working to amplify the important issues and actions that are facing all 10 rivers on the most endangered list. We've been doing this since 1985, and we've had uh, quite a bit of success in putting rivers on the list, drawing attention to an issue, mobilizing the public to advocate around that issue, and actually achieving a result that that increased protection um, of the river. This year, we're using America's most endangered rivers to not only call for action on the 10 listed rivers, but also spotlight how climate change is threatening all of our rivers. We want to help drive urgency around stopping climate change. And we want to advance efforts to protect and restore rivers, which strengthens communities in the face of climate impacts. This year's list um, is very much shaped by the climate change issue because the top three rivers um, on the list, the Gila River at number one, the Hudson River at number two, and the Upper Mississippi River at number three, are rivers that are dramatically impacted by climate change and major management decisions involving those rivers and, and protection decisions involving those rivers need to be made because of those impacts. Today, we stand at a crossroads. Will we act to protect these rivers and strengthen our communities? Or will we continue to exploit and damage our rivers, making ourselves more vulnerable to the impacts of climate change? America's Most Endangered Rivers of 2019 highlights what's at stake and the critical choices we face for our future. America's number one most endangered river this year, the Gila River, is no stranger to climate challenges. A critical tributary to the Colorado River flowing through New Mexico, the Gila has faced record droughts in the last decade. Flowing out of the nation's first wilderness area, the Gila supports outstanding examples of southwest riparian forest, cold water fisheries, and a remarkable abundance of wildlife. 
The river is home to indigenous people who have lived in southwestern New Mexico for thousands of years and remains vital to the region's culture and heritage. So the Gila is a river under pressure from climate change. At the same time, there's a major project being proposed to divert massive amounts of water out of the Gila to supply water. This would have potentially, in combination with climate change, a devastating impact on the flows of the Gila. And again, there are alternatives to managing the Gila River in such a way to supply water to the people who need it without this massive, expensive diversion project. American Rivers and our partners are calling on Governor Luhan Grisham to stop the diversion project and instead spend the valuable funds on alternative water supply solutions to meet the water needs of communities throughout southwest New Mexico. The Hudson River in New York is the second river on the most endangered rivers list this year. The Hudson River flows 315 miles from the Adirondack Mountains in upstate New York through the Hudson Valley and into New York Harbor. As the second largest estuary on the East Coast, the Hudson provides critical habitat for endangered species, including Atlantic and short-nosed sturgeon, and threatened species like the banded sunfish and Blanding's turtles. The river is at the heart of a $5.5 billion tourism industry, attracting visitors who explore the history, forests, shorelines, and communities across the Hudson Valley. In the case of the number two river, the Hudson River, Superstorm Sandy had a tremendous, devastating impact on the eastern seaboard, particularly New York City where storm surge caused devastating flooding, which was likely aggravated by sea level rise. So you have the sea level rising, and then you have a big storm like Superstorm Sandy pushing all that water inland, and you get a major flood. So now there is a proposal by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to build these massive sea gates that essentially close in the face of a storm to protect New York from storm surge. Now, that might be a practical idea on its face, but the fact of the matter is it could be very problematic. A seagate won't really help you against sea level rise. There's a whole variety of options that could be deployed to protect New York City from storm surge that wouldn't do the massive damage to the estuary ecosystem at the bottom of the Hudson River that a seagate would. So again, this is a major decision with major implications for the health of a river that's being shaped by climate change. Climate change will continue to exacerbate storm surges and sea level rise, and we need a solution that will protect people and the river. We're calling on the Army Corps of Engineers to develop a comprehensive, adaptable plan that includes a full suite of management approaches to reduce the impacts of rising floods, including natural infrastructure that restores features like floodplains, wetlands, barrier islands, and oyster reefs, non-structural approaches that relocate, flood-proof, and elevate buildings and infrastructure and where necessary, land-based approaches to protect buildings and infrastructure that cannot be relocated. The third river on the list has already been in the news a lot this year. The Mississippi River is a critically important river from its headwaters to the Gulf of Mexico. It's a globally significant flyway used by hundreds of species of birds and provides unique habitat for fish, mussels, reptiles, and mammals. This significant ecosystem supports commercial and recreational fishing, 
hunting, and boating, all of which contribute to a $24.6 billion economy and an estimated 421,000 jobs. The river has been the lifeblood of many cultures throughout history and has served as the inspiration for a rich heritage of American music, art, and literature. Number three, the Upper Mississippi River, that's been very much in the news this month and last because of the intense flooding there. That flooding was triggered by a bomb cyclone, which in all likelihood was intensified by the heating of the atmosphere. At the same time, that flooding is in some places being aggravated by the levee system that is meant to control flooding that probably is is no longer adequate to control the increasingly frequent and intense rain events that are going to be happening in the upper Midwest. And even taking climate change out of the equation, in many cases, these levees tended to make flooding downstream worse or tended to collapse in the midst of major floods and resulting in tremendous damage. We're at a point right now where there are some decisions being made about how levees are going to be built and how one goes about the environmental review and the climate change review that needs to take place. This is a real confluence of the impact of climate change and some decisions being made on the Upper Miss about how levees are going to be built and managed. Unfortunately, climate change is already impacting the Upper Mississippi River, choking the river with new levees and traditional flood control structures threatens public safety by making flooding worse downstream. The best way to protect people and property is to give the river room. We're calling on state and federal agencies to prohibit the illegal raising of levees and promote better flood solutions. Now is the time for a new vision that makes room for rivers and allows nature-based solutions to protect communities. Climate change is the most consequential environmental challenge facing our planet today. It's impacting our rivers and water first and hardest. What does climate change look like where you live? We must heed the warnings of the scientific community and quickly move away from reliance on dirty fossil fuels. And we must unite for the clean water our families and ecosystems need to survive. Healthy rivers are key to protecting this life-giving resource for future generations. Rivers provide clean drinking water, They water our crops, power our homes and businesses, provide wildlife habitat, reduce the severity of floods and droughts, and provide wild places for us to fish, boat, and explore. I encourage you to take action on behalf of the 10 rivers listed in our Most Endangered Rivers report. Learn more about the rivers, the issues facing them, and what we can do to help at www.americanrivers.org backslash endangered rivers 2019. Thank you for listening to We Are Rivers, conversations about the rivers that connect us. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to rate and comment on your podcast listening device of choice. This allows others to find out this podcast and connect with our stories. 